0: Hey, this is Bruce Boudreaux, and you're listening to Empty Betters with Nick Mack and Harrison. Everybody and welcome back to episode 155 of Empty Betters. I'm your host Harrison Schulz when I toss across the screen to my co-host Nick Manella. What's going on, my friend?
1: What's up, dude? Uh happy to be here with you guys on this lovely sunny Tuesday here in Maryland. It is absolutely disgusting. Got a whole <laughs> mix of rain, freezing rain today. So so yeah, but happy to be here talking some hockey. I know we got the All-Star break coming up, so uh let's get into it.
0: For anyone watching on YouTube,
1: uh, I think you
0: would agree with me if you're even a casual soccer fan. Nick, you got a little Zlatan Ibrahimović vibe
1: going on with the, the... Uh, the
0: ponytail, the facial hair.
1: Yeah, I got the pony going today, I got the facial hair, and then I came built with the nose, so we're <laughs> we're just following in his footsteps today.
0: Widow's peak is strong too. Yeah, I can definitely see it. You're like a like a video game character almost of him.
1: I'll take it. I mean, that dude's a stud. Absolutely. Um,
0: also, just another note on the weather. Uh, it's definitely colder where Mac is at this moment get to him in a sec. And also if you live in the South, apparently it's like winter storm of the ages and like kids can't go to school cause it's windy and shit. So, um, have fun with that one, but now I'm going to toss it across the screen to my co-host up in Wisco, Mac Vogel. How are we
2: doing? Boys, well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling pretty great. Uh, it's been six degrees feels like negative six for the last like 48 hours, but that means one thing and one thing only to me. It is officially ODR season. Got my first uh skate in on an outdoor rink of this winter last night. Had the whole thing to ourselves, me and my buddy Matt. Um went out there about 6:45, mm, 7 p.m. Stayed out till about 9:30, almost 10, something like that. Um, you know, it's cold, but once you once you start skating around a little bit, it it warms up real quick. We were even taking off our jackets and stuff and just skating around with the uh the hoodie and the jersey around. So uh but no that, that that just puts me in a good mood and uh yeah all day at work today I just couldn't think about anything other than hopefully getting back on later tonight. So
1: Yeah, you posted and sent us some great snaps of that. It looked like it was an awesome rip the other night.
2: Yep. It's a good rink, and uh I live literally like two and a half blocks away from it. So it's just shooting around the corner in the car and trekking oh, through awesome. the field to get to the rink. But it's awesome. Yeah.
0: Very jealous of that. Very jealous of that indeed. Um, all right. Well, we got the all-star game coming up this weekend, as Nick just mentioned, a little bit of a quieter week in the NHL. I think games will probably, uh, I think the last game is today as you're listening to this before the break, if I'm not mistaken. So things slowing down a little bit, not a whole lot of uh, gambling stuff to touch on, given that there's no action coming up this week. So uh, that segment will most likely be skipped here uh, but we do have some news to talk about—a blockbuster trade uh, on Long Island. Couple discussion points, and then we'll do a quick State of the Union, and we'll be out of here. Uh, but before we start, question of the day presented by Brackish Life. If you're like us and grew up on brack, if you're like us and grew up on the water and outdoors, then Brackish Life is perfect for you. They have a wide selection of gear, from UV shirts to hoodies and hats to real Bay apparel made by real Bay people. Head to www.brackish.life today to check them out. A little salty, a little fresh, brackish life. I've been on a little bit of a, what's the word you want to say? Uh, Traffic jihad, I guess would be the best way to put it. (laughs) Um, So I am presenting today's question of the day. My question, and Nick, you and I briefly talked about this a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you remember. Um, What is your biggest traveling pet peeve now driving like to work counts as traveling for this question i would even say pushing a grocery cart would count in as a question just something where it involves people to understand that they have to manipulate their body to get around or something they're like pushing or pulling
1: something that requires other people to have situational awareness Yes.
2: Which is never – you never want to be in a situation like that because yeah. they will never have the never. situation. I don't like
0: think it's ever you happened. think they
2: should, yeah. yeah.
0: So I I would ask you two, what's like your biggest pet peeve with like traveling?
1: So right off the bat, I'm inclined to do like airport stuff here. I'm thinking like whether it's like the asshole in security that is like – in like a full suit and has to take off their belt and their watch and undo their shoes and who is just like, you've clearly never been on an airplane before. Or Harry, you and I have talked at length about this, what I Mm. refer to as the moron parade, which is getting (laughs) off of an airplane, which should be the most simple thing to do. You know, you think that how many times in elementary schools do we have to line up like in a certain order by the door before we could leave the classroom. Like your teacher would make you do that. And for some reason people get on an airplane and the second the plane lands, they feel the need to stand up and start moving around.
2: That one's bad too, because it's like a pretty common pet peeve. And so mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's either the guy who does it or the guy who hates it. And there's no in between. Like I'll be on a plane and I'll see one guy get up and like, you know, jump as quick as you can to get a couple steps ahead or whatever. And I've seen other people get like visibly mad at him, like literally be like, oh, look at this fucking guy. Like it just it causes immediate tension and people get yelled
1: at. And yeah, it's yeah, it's hectic. It's bad. I mean like if you're someone who's like older, you got knee problems, you got back problems, and you need to stand up when the plane lands, that's fine. I'm totally there with you. Sit in the aisle seat then yeah or just
2: you know stand or crouch a little bit whatever you can you can stretch your legs a little but don't you don't need to be
1: in a big hurry. i literally like i don't take my airpods out i don't like move yeah. when the plane no, lands I just sit until the like two rows in front of me has yeah. started to get up and move and then i'll pull yep. my backpack up and think about you know getting up or something but yep
0: as it should be and that's like somehow like a uncommon thing. I will purposely sit until the person right in front of me is ready to go. And it I can see it drive people nuts. Like, why isn't he grabbing his bag? I'm like, I don't have to grab my fucking yeah. bag. Like, yeah. this is it called an assembly line. You were taught that in kindergarten. Like, yeah, God, it drives me nuts. Um, so I've got
2: ones. I've got two of them that I that come to mind. One because you said the grocery store thing, and I actually I feel like I've talked about both of these at some point on the pod before, but I'll I'll run through them quick anyway number 1 grocery stores especially like costco excuse me costco or something like that i really really think that people should be required to take like a moving through space 101 course or something like that because it's just it's just unbelievable how like you can just be like driving your little grocery cart like normal and there's just people like looking around, and oh, I'm gonna stop right fucking here in front of you, and not I oh oh you're right behind me, I didn't even see like, fuck, have some awareness, like look around, it's not that hard, uh, but yeah, of course it is that I'm hard for these totally
1: people. with you on this one, and I feel like I have the worst luck for this, not necessarily at Costco, because I'll just if it requires me to just walk away from you, I'll do it just to not have to deal with the idiocy, but. Whenever I'm in like a supermarket grocery store, I am flocked by old people literally driving yep. their cart into yep. my ankle. Yep. And I'm like, I finally snapped one time. I was like, if you want to reach <laughs> through me, just say, excuse me. And I'll get out of the fucking way. Like, it's really not that hard. <laughs> it's
2: also even worse, in my opinion, when you're like, wit like, let's say I am met this used to happen to me all the time. I'd be like at like a department store, like a grocery store with like my mom or even worse, my grandma. And like, they do it too. Yep. And I'm
1: like, I I
2: do not want to be associate or I'll be like, mom, come on. Like, mom, move. They're trying like, to get like- Focus. You see this guy? He's trying to get the fucking yogurt. Just like, stop standing there in front of the yogurt. Oh God, it's brutal. But uh, the other one, and I've definitely <laughs> talked about this one. This is a car one. Um, When you're, when you're merging onto- a highway when you're going on the on ramp, no. a lot of times there's the little like double signal thing, and you, to stop at it if there if you're the only car going. Like let's say it's usually like a little side by side two lane situation. Right. Let's say like one car is driving in front of me, and then there's me, and it's just us two. I'm going at like, you know, not full speed, but a fast enough speed to merge onto the highway. Because I don't think he's going to stop because he shouldn't. As soon as you get there, it turns green. Even if you just keep going, it turns green as you go through. (laughs) So just go. I've almost gotten in like accidents because of this. Because I'll just be going. And then they're like, oh, there's a stoplight. And they like come to a full stop. And they're like, oh, what do you know? It turned green right when I fucking stopped. (laughs) no don't stop keep driving your goddamn
1: car and that's like a
2: rear-ended by me
1: (laughs) that's a traffic nightmare too because now you're you're 40 miles an hour slower than you need to be going merging onto the highway which is just a disaster
2: it's one thing if there's a bunch of cars there and it's like then they got to do the thing where you take turns or whatever and that's annoying in and of itself but it's like okay at least we kind of know how to do that part but like
1: yeah, even 50, 50. well, not
2: not even though because they like you. It's pretty obvious it goes like this lane, that lane, and then like the H O V lane gets like two or whatever, and it's like pretty easy to figure out the pattern. And these people are like, "Gee, I wonder which one's going to turn green next." Like, I have no fucking idea. And then they're not ready when it's their turn, and they're yeah, that one, that one's brutal.
0: That was a really good uh, little grind my gear segment right there. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I I think you guys have taken a couple of mine I know Nick we definitely have the airplane shared one Mac I'd Echo the grocery store one so I have one idea and then I'm gonna give my one giant rant that I have officially Kinged the king of traffic rants idea this would only apply to like super stores like Costco uh like Walmart I don't know BJ's. if they have mega targets B- BJ's, Sam's, Club. Sam's Club yeah yeah like all those like wholesale stuff so like, we all talked, especially during COVID, about like, you know, supporting small businesses and shit. So, I would say, and I don't know if I'm in favor of this, but I could see a world where maybe one day this is a thing. They actually route, like, they have like a route for supermarkets that are like mega stores where it's like, you have to be on this side of the aisle if you're like walking straight and it's like traffic. Like, you literally, it's like a double yellow. Have you ever been to
2: an Aldi? Yes. It's kind of like that. A little bit like that. Like yeah. you can't go like it. Yes. It's you can't really go like the other way in an Aldi, if that makes sense. I've been my mom loves Aldi, so trust me, I've been
0: there a bunch. Yeah. It, it's the closest thing to what I'm describing. But mm-hmm. here's why I say this. One. For the people who don't get all like super pissed off, like you can't route me in a grocery store, they would be inclined to go to maybe like a farmer's market or somewhere that is like a little smaller
1: and like- And And more
2: loiter friendly. Yes. (laughs) and and
1: now For the people that want to get in, get out and go the fuck home like me, this is better.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: you know, but if you're still going to go to the superstore, now you actually have to follow the rule. And like, you can't just be an asshole who's like the one who's like cutting across and doing all this. I don't know if I'm for that. It's just something I thought about. Always,
2: mm-hmm. um, well, guess... maybe, maybe
1: we just need to all start instant carting or something. It seems like we, we too. Yeah, shouldn't I, be going out. In I'm surprised that no one has brought up Trader Joe's in this conversation because that is by far the worst. There is no traffic flow in those stores.
0: I don't go to Trader Joe's because the one in Kenilworth, like in oh,
1: the d- worst parking lot of all time. It's to.
0: Dude, you can't even get within five feet of the parking lot to park yeah. in the parking lot to step foot in the store. It's a nightmare. Complete yeah. nightmare. Um. Anyways, king of kings for traffic nightmares. Dude, like, it's 2023 and we're still rear-ending people. We got cars that drive themselves. We've got like, side mirrors that can detect if Houdini is on your right. Like, you, don't, you can't rear-end someone. It's the most preventable accident. And it's a direct the cars break for the for you now. Yes. It's a direct result of you tailing someone. That's what it is. You can't you can't rear end
1: someone if you're at least like I got a thirty-two-year-old Jaguar halfway down ninety-five that didn't have rear brakes, and I didn't rear-end anyone. Like it's, yeah. I, it's tailing, but I think honestly, more so than not, I think it's just fucking idiots not
2: paying attention. Like that they're looking it. at their phone or at the fucking phone. radio or whatever. Changing music. And the next thing they look, they're in the stop and start traffic, and they're looking down at their phone or whatever. And next thing they know, they look up and fuck the cars right there, bang, yep. like. It- Well, it's uh, like,
1: uh, when we were in Milwaukee, I was saying this to you guys. I was like, I keep getting ads for like this device that turns your car play into something that lets you play Netflix on it. It's like, how's that? That's not okay. Yeah. Like it just, it's too much. And the reason this all happened,
0: I've been a part of three traffic jams in the last four days, which is more than I can remember in any recent memory. And like, you know, I, I don't have to drive too much. Luckily. I was going home on Saturday, parking lot on 695, on a Saturday at like 730. It's like a Which 12, is just, it's so
1: typical. It's, like it's a just a 12 so car typical. accident
0: because of a rear end. I sat in park for 55 minutes yeah. in the middle left lane. I was losing my mind. Today, on the way to work, I don't have to take Pulaski Highway, but people on my team have to take Pulaski Highway. They live like 10 minutes from the office. They got to work at 1030 because some asshole... Rear ended someone, the guy got road rage, tried to shoot the guy that fucking rear ended him. Cops come, then the cops, like, you know, are trying to like detain the guy or whatever. The guy tries to like run his car into the cop. Then the cops have to shoot the guy. It's a whole shit show.
2: Oh my and it's God. just like,
0: it's insane. And then on the way home, you know, there's a traffic jam right outside of my little street, right? If any of you are familiar, a lot of roller hockey guys out here, Honeygo Boulevard, you know the court I'm talking about. Right there, you make that little right onto 43, it's a nightmare. Every time it's jammed up, another rear end. I've seen th- two, three rear end traffic jams just cause my life harm in the last four days. So that's presented the, uh, the question of the day and why I wanted to talk about
1: traffic. I will say I have noticed like – a lot of the rear ends in Baltimore that I see happen are because assholes just that are walking will just step in front of moving vehicles and the poor like the person is just forced to either run someone over or get rear-ended. So yep. no, you're you're right. Jaywalking's pretty big here. Um, but yeah, that was uh
0: the question of the day prevented by uh Brackish Life, which has nothing to do with traffic. So there you go. All right, let's hop into the uh, league news. Man, what a transition. That was smooth, eh?
1: If you're one of the people who's causing problems in our traffic pet peeves, you should go swallow a bunch of brackish water. How about that?
0: <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Very nicely done. Um, all right, teddy bear toss, Hershey Bears. Uh, at Sunday's game, the Hershey Bears set a new record. The fans donated 67,309 stuffed animals breaking the previous record by nearly 15,000 bears or animals. Uh, The event also resulted in a generous donation to the Children's Miracle Network at Penn State Health Children's Hospital. And all in all, great night. It always is every year. Um, You know, especially if you live in the uh, DMV area and PA, you know all about this annual tradition. Nick, what were your thoughts on this?
1: I thought this was great. I mean, first and foremost, that's a cause that you and I have contributed to multiple times, both with you know financially and with our time uh, with our uh, fraternity back in college. That was our philanthropy that we would donate to. Um, kind of funny how this one went down. I know Mac, you were you were talking about this uh, before we hopped on as well. So I'll let you take it away.
2: Yeah, this was. I was reading about this. This was a very strange situation. For those who don't know, teddy bear toss uh correct me if i'm wrong but usually it's like the first goal right the right first goal Ho- that first home first, goal first home goal that is scored is when all the bears come out and you, you throw them all, and it, it takes a significant amount of time to get you know it's not like a hat trick where it's like maybe five minutes and then you're back no it's like 20 or 30 minutes no to it's clean like a twenty twenty 20 plus minute delay to like get all this shit off and there's you know they usually let um they let like media flood the ice to get some pictures. And usually all the players are jumping in the bears and kind of she bears did not score a goal in this hockey game. So, um, uh, you know, first couple periods go by it's, it's no goals for the bears after two and everyone's sitting in the stands kind of sweating it out. Like, all right, well, what the fuck? Like what, what, what happens if they don't (laughs) score, you know, everyone's holding their bear, like the everyone in there just holding their bear, uh, or their whatever stuffed animal they got. And, um, I think what ended up happening is with like a minute left or something like that in the third, it was still, or like you know, two minutes left, something like that. It was still no goals for the Bears. And over the PA, they said they were like, please do not throw your Bears on the ice like until the game is over at least oh, okay. because if you do it like while the game's going on there's only a minute left right now like it's gonna it's gonna like take forever to stir it and like the bears were gonna pull their goalie and try, i think they were losing two nothing if i'm not mistaken they were gonna try and like tie the game with like two or three minutes left and specifically And two, they were like, we don't want to like squash any momentum that they get. Cause like picture this, it's two, nothing, right? Let's say they score one goal and there's like a minute left. You want to get that face off going quick and try and tie it because you got some momentum, right? You don't want to have this whole bear thing happen, have a 20 minute delay, and then be like, Oh, yeah, by the way, there's still a minute left, and we're down by one. Like, and that's we've not... played
1: 59 minutes of hockey, and no one's yeah. legs are there. So, anymore. basically, the PA
2: announcer is trying to like explain all of this, <laughs> and uh, some of the people on Twitter that were at the game are like, You could just hear a collective like boo (laughs) like fuck you guys like as soon as he announced that everyone's pissed and people are probably drunk it's the end of the game and so um there was a whistle with like literally like six seconds left in the game or something like that and like a face-off in like the uh i think they're playing the sound tigers um tigers offensive zone or whatever and uh like one guy just threw the bear (laughs) and then everyone was like i'm throwing my bear (laughs) it's like this it's like yeah. the
1: food fight in like a high school cafeteria. It just takes like that one apple to be like pelted against the wall. And then that was yep. all with six seconds left.
2: Yep. There was only six seconds left and they didn't finish the game. They did not complete. Just calling it.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, yep.
1: you got to use common sense. Sometimes I would just drop the puck with all the stuffed animals on the ice. Just so you can see well, like guys lining up like five on five. The then... other
2: thing is though, apparently some of the bears players were kind of upset initially with how like the fans were like handling it. Cause they were just like, like booing the team a little bit too or whatever and being like oh you guys suck you didn't score a goal or whatever bear night right yeah um you can't get there's kids and shit like i know i know it 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 turned into a little bit of a mess (laughs) so it's kind of funny if they ended up like breaking the record and like a good thing came of it but like all in all (laughs) like people in the stadium were not very pleased
1: with like that just tells us that like the goaltending is just that good there boys come on Right. Well,
2: no, yeah. and, and like like I said, normally the players get to have a bunch of fun with it and, and dive in the pile of bears. Like apparently most of them just like got off the ice and were like, "Ah, fuck
1: this. Like this oh, okay. stuff.
2: A, a couple of them, I think, still were like, I don't, I don't fucking care. We're doing it mm-hmm. anyway. So but it I definitely
1: know... is like more exciting when like you see them score and then like yeah, from the broadcast, the... you just see stuffed just animals poof. like yeah. raining onto the ice. Yeah, I did no, see um, did you see the video of like the like this bear had to weigh like 60 pounds. Like it took like six people to oh, like, walk yeah. it down like yes. the steps. And then they're trying to like hoist it. They're over trying the to blast. hoist it. Yeah. Over... Yeah, yeah, so I funny. saw that.
0: Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that clip. I'll definitely need to uh, check it out. Um, pretty wild night in Hershey. It sounds like. So uh, thank you, Nick and Mac for those details. That's uh, pretty cool. Uh, Bo Horvat. <laughs> On Empty Betters, we lead with Hershey Bears news and lead the blockbuster trade for second. Well, we're going in show. order
1: here on most important. So.
0: Exactly. World records with Teddy Bear's thrown or Bo Horvat to the island. Which one do you care about more? Uh, Dean, if you're listening, I know you're punching the steering wheel. Uh, Bo Horvat traded to the New York Islanders. Big, big trade. Anthony Bavillier, uh, grade A prospect Atu Ratti and a 2023 first round pick which i know is protected in some fashion frank saravelli tweeted about that yep. today. we'll get to that in a second initial thoughts um you know the aisles they're what i think a couple points out of a wild card two spot they're right there with the sabers the pens the caps all fighting for that wild card spot nick what are your initial thoughts with Horvath going to the island
1: uh initial thought i was like you got to be kidding me um my gut reaction here is that in five, maybe not even five years, maybe two years, Vancouver will win this trade. I agree. My gut reaction is, holy shit, the Islanders
2: actually got like a big name in a trade. That too. (laughs) I'm also
1: very surprised they gave up Beauvillier. I mean, giving up a first round pick and a prospect like this guy is a big deal, but that guy was... He was the heartbeat of your team. Let's let's think about that. I know everyone's talking about like, oh, the Canucks traded their captain. How can you do that? That's all I heard on pardon the interruption tonight. I'm like, well, why does that matter? If that's it's a deal, not, it's a deal.
2: Yeah, that's not the story here, especially given what the Canucks season has been. It doesn't really matter, captain or not. But what is the story is what you're talking about here. I mean, that's like Matt Barzell's best friend. Yeah. And that's like definitely a big, like kick in the balls in the locker room. Like, I don't care how good of a player you get in return. It's definitely a little bit of a knock the wind out of your situation, at least initially. You know, they're all professionals. They've been through this before. So you would think, once this guy gets playing and they can kind of see his stuff and hopefully you know he's successful and and all that then you know they'll come to terms with it but yeah initially it's probably pretty hard to hear especially not during trade deadline season it's kind right. of just like an out of nowhere thing right before the all-star game um you don't always see trades like that happen big ones anyway uh right before that so um Yeah, it's interesting. I also saw a lot of Isles fans on Twitter saying, like, as much as they love Anthony Beauvillier, they think that he had kind of, like, plateaued a little bit. Okay. And that it was time. Like, I saw Uh, a lot of people being, like, love the guy to death, and hopefully a a fresh start for him somewhere
1: else will, like, allow him to shine more. Like, maybe you're kind of, like, maximizing his value by this point now.
0: Yeah, that's what they were saying dean i was texting with dean about something else earlier today um and then this came up like right as we were talking he's like yeah you know like it, it's unfortunate like i love the guy but it's kind of time you know um i think two things that a lot of people are not considering here especially if you're a casual one horvat is a pending free agent so yes if he doesn't sign with the islanders which I have to imagine Lou Lamorello being Lou.
1: You would think we've got a a, contract coming here like in the next month. I don't think he's
2: no way you give all that up. And he's a rental, right? Exactly. That would be embarrassing.
0: That'd be very embarrassing. So they definitely need to sign him to a long-term deal. I mean, he's in the midst of a career year to put it in perspective, his best offensive year of his career uh, 2018-2019, he had 27 goals and 61 points in 82 games. Uh, He'll probably pass that here in the next week or so. He's got 54 points and 31 goals in 49 games right now. So he's on fire. And then the other part of this trade that I think is really interesting, uh, Atu Ratti. I think that's how you say his first name, Atu? I think so. This guy's like a grade A tier one prospect. If this is mistaken. blue chip right here. Yeah, so this guy's gonna be a bona fide, you know, top six elite NHL player, most likely. So the the Canucks get a little younger. Uh, they get that first round pick. Again, I know there's some protection laws around that. I don't know exactly what they are. I haven't looked to be honest with you, but um an interesting trade. And Nick, I kind of agree with you. I, I the, the Islanders are not the team that I thought Horvat was gonna go to. They're not really like and, like, in I kind of
1: think it's funny. Like, Mac, you said, like, the Islanders finally did something. It's like, well, it's, like, finally bringing in the superstar and it's Bo Horvat. Like, no offense to, like, Bo Horvat. Like, you're sick, dude. But, like, like typically the, you'd expect, like, a Johnny Hockey or, like, someone like that to be, well, like, It's also the funny
2: the timing of it because, like, every year we're at the deadline and there's all these people that are like, oh, my God, I've heard rumors about this guy, this guy, and this guy to the island. At least one of them has got to go there or something like that. And it's like – this feels like the Islanders like doing like six weeks worth of homework, like ahead of time and going into the like teacher and being like, look, I'm like way ahead of schedule. I like did all this homework. Like, here you go. And the teacher's like, okay, no one asked you to do that. Like (laughs) you didn't need to do that. I just,
1: do you have your assignment for today? (laughs) Right.
2: Yeah. I I mean,
1: I think this could work for the Islanders, which I think everyone on this podcast is going to start to dread in a couple weeks. I just I don't see this being a long term solution that benefits this team going forward. Like you're still going to have to sign him, which means you're not going to be able to go out and get someone else. And I I don't really know if Bo Horvat by himself is the answer to help the New York Islanders.
0: Time I mean, I'm out. also a lo- he. You know, he's a center, right? And they're loaded down the middle already. So I don't know if they're going so someone to move Someone's moving. Wing. Yeah, someone's going to have to move to the wing. I do think it's worth mentioning. And my computer's slow as molasses right now, so I apologize. So I'm going to go off memory. I think Bo Horvat is like fourth in the NHL in goals right now. I mean, he's
1: you're not he's wrong. Really clicking. Yeah.
0: Um, which is which is terrifying because he comes to the Metro of fucking course. Yeah, of course. So there's but that. And I I apologize. Goal scoring is a
1: lot harder now three four five Um, six seven eight he's
0: eighth in the nhl in scoring i also think it's
1: really funny and i know i sent this to you guys yesterday but uh lou way back when traded the ninth overall pick to the canucks for Corey schneider which we all love to laugh about but 10 years later he acquires the player the canucks selected with that pick in Bo horvat and schneider now plays for the islanders
2: it's big cigar in mouth like
1: gotcha vibes yeah. no Well, it is on paper out. but like
2: but also like, but like not you did even, just give up a blue
1: like, chip okay. like a good player yeah and like a, a draft pick
2: and also there's no gotcha involved in having Corey
1: no. schneider no.
2: <laughs> like
0: did you yeah. find that on your own or did you hear that
1: somewhere that i sent it to you guys yesterday i forget who oh. shared it it was yeah, Puck empire that. That. nhl discussion or something like that it's actually, it's actually pretty funny but um, yeah. of
0: course the metro gets even better and of course you know He's going to play well. I mean, the Islanders are going to make a push. I just don't know if the push will be enough. Uh, Stay tuned to see what the Caps and Pens will do because they both kind of look shitty recently. Is that a fair assessment?
1: Yeah, I will say this. Like, I mean, this is a team that you, if you're a non-Islanders Metro fan, you don't want this team to get any better because right now they're kind of starting to put those pieces together to the point where you go, okay, if Sorokin really gets hot in the playoffs, this could be a problem. They probably have, and I might catch some heat for this, they probably
0: have beside maybe like Boston, maybe the Caps, I don't know, like top
1: three goalie tandem in the NHL. I would say so. Either one of those guys could win playoff games. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a very reliable one. But uh, yeah, Bo Horvat over to
0: the island. So uh, the real question, which team is he playing on in the All-Star game? That's a good question. It's actually hysterical if you think yeah. about it, because <laughs> you know they're gonna have too many on the metro if they make a metro. But he won't be playing He'll still be wearing a Canucks logo on his shoulder if he goes right. to the
2: Pacific. I would think he plays Canucks. I would think he he you finishes it out there. There was uh, I think washinsky or somebody else. Hopefully, I'm not miss uh, miss sourcing this one, but somebody tweeted. Uh, an example of another guy that recently got traded like right before the deadline was like, well, this guy ended up playing for the team he just got traded away from.
1: So maybe they'll look to that as like the predecessor for it. I feel like if this happened to me, like I got dealt right before the All-Star break and I was going, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not doing the All-Star game anymore. I'm going to go find like somewhere to live. Yeah, that's true that too. Like, to.
2: Yeah, I'd be kind of like, can I like not go up to this? <laughs>
0: The other thing I was just looking at,
2: it, you know, it'd be weird if the Islanders played like today
0: or tomorrow and he like suited up and like played a game in an Isles uniform, then went to the all-star right. game and played it in the Canucks uniform. That's not the case. They don't play until after uh, the all-star game. So maybe there is a possibility he's still worth the Canucks sweater. Um, but anyways, that's our Bo Horvat thoughts. Uh, next up, we got NHL legend Bobby Hall, who passed away, over the weekend at age 84 it's widely regarded as one of the greatest players of all time the blonde hair the skating speed and end-to-end rushes uh holds a ton of blackhawks records and uh, was also known as the golden jet so rest in peace to bobby hull
1: yep
2: worth noting good hockey player bad guy
0: yeah yeah i feel like that was all over the internet so i feel like we kind of have to mention that
2: like yeah that's the disclaimer that comes with that one i don't
0: think we need to mention the off the ice stuff ourselves but if you're interested you can do your own research on wikipedia
1: exists for a reason yeah Yeah. you'll uh sorry we lost you there for a second um yeah I mean, this is like a player though, that like when the Russians first came over to play in like the summit series and um, the series before that, I forget what it was called. Like, this is the player that they were like actually afraid of. Like they would have five guys on the ice whose sole purpose was to just shadow Bobby Hull, um, guy revolutionized the slap shot too. Yeah, he did. People forget. Um, Next up, this one's actually pretty funny. And
0: I saw, I know I sent this to you guys on uh, Instagram the other day. So the Australian national hockey team recently beat the national team for South Africa by a score of 28 to 0 to move on to the semifinals of the D3 World Junior Tournament. I don't think I've ever, not even in like NHL on like rookie mode, seen 28 to nothing in a score of a hockey game.
1: Yeah. Shout out the hockey ruse, man. That's a that's a ass thumping they laid on him. The ice ruse. The ice yep. ruse. I like that. Awesome name. Uh the Oilers, they had an e-bug come in.
0: Matt Berlin. Uh, the Oilers e-bug saved the only shot he faced as he saw out Edmonton's 7-3 win on Saturday. Oilers coach Joe or Joe, Jay Woodcroft told reporters after the game that it was the players' idea to give Berlin some time between the pipes. Uh, quote, first of all, it came from the players, he said. We talked about it on the bench. We wanted to make sure we did it in a respectful way, but we just wanted to give somebody an opportunity that they'll remember the rest of their lives. I was proud of our team, that they came to that decision. Really cool move here by the Oilers. Um, I think that's so, awesome.
2: So did both guys get hurt though or like what I, I so i think um
1: stort skinner couldn't dress as the backup i think he was either hurt or sick or something else was going on i'm not really sure so they called mm-hmm. this guy in to be the backup and i guess with like two minutes to go uh they put him in but oh, okay a plus last name for being a goalie i mean i can just like the mask berlin. designs the nickname berlin wall just writes wall, itself yep. yeah i don't think it gets
0: much better than that but uh pretty cool story there for uh, the oilers uh, all right, well, we're going to move on to our discussion segment, but before we do, I think Nick has a word from our sponsor, Kane Footwear.
1: Yeah, so whatever Stuart Skinner was up to yesterday, he's probably going to need some downtime today to recover, and he's probably going to be wearing Cane Footwear when he does that because the Cane Revive is changing the way you work out and recover with their bounce-back foam made from sugar cane to give you the most comfortable shoe you will ever own. Head to the link in our bio to get your pair today.
0: Uh, breaking news. Not actually, but sort of. Uh, Connor McDavid just got his NHL 23 rating bumped to 97 overall. He is the first player in over a decade to have a 97 overall rating. Wow. Anyone want to guess who the last one was? It's got to be Sid or Obi. I actually don't know the answer to this. I feel like it. That's... Ten years That's... ago, would be 2013. <clears throat> Sid was in concussion
2: Life, yeah. So had a, I, they Ovia. they never
1: gave Ovi a ninety seven. I don't think he ever got above like a ninety four.
2: Could it have been like
1: Stamkos or something like that? That, might... or like I wanted to say like dowdy for some dumbass reason. I was gonna say like, well, until you said the year, <laughs> I was gonna say like,
2: could it have been like Yager in like the early two thousands or something? But if it's twenty thirteen, no way.
0: Oh, they said over a decade, so I don't know what that. True. Yeah,
2: I don't know. It could be 19 years because they didn't say two
0: decades. Would love someone to uh, fact check us on that. That'd Mm -hmm. be great. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, Carey Price. Uh, Obviously, you guys know he hasn't really been on the ice ever since that Stanley Cup uh, final against the Lightning. Been dealing with a bunch of injuries and some off-ice personal issues. Well, him and his family are reported to be moving back to British Columbia after the season. The family is also selling their home in Montreal. It is widely believed that this is probably it for cp31 where do you rank him in terms of
1: like being a hall of famer or maybe even on the all-time goalie list i definitely think he's a hall of famer i don't think you can discount what he's come up with uh 2014 gold medal um 2016 uh world cup of hockey and then 2015 jennings vesna Lindsay and hart yeah, not bad company, eh?
2: To win a heart as a goalie is pretty awesome. Pretty that's insane. that's always a really cool thing, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it, I mean, he he went to the Stanley Cup. He didn't win. Yeah. But it wasn't his fault he didn't and win. It's,
0: it's so weird that he went to the Stanley Cup the last year of his career. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't like he when he was in his prime, it, and right, no one thought, it. was there. A no conference one finals at the run in there last year either. Yeah, they they played the Rangers. Remember, Cryder took him mm-hmm. out, and then they that's right. In, that and yeah. the Habs fans always swear like we would have beaten the Rangers uh, that's played right. the Kings had that not happened,
1: um, or beat
2: yeah beating the Devils right or
1: wasn't I mean, that you, when the backup the Devils, was yeah that was Dustin Tokarski, right I think so. It was either yeah. that or Halak? One of yeah. the two.
0: I do think it's worth noting, Carey Price finished, if this is it for him, 22nd all-time on careers win. Um, he had, let's see here, 361 career wins. To put it in perspective, he ranks 22nd. Right behind him is Evgeny Nabokov, and right in front of him is Jonathan Quick.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: Back- I feel
1: like the numbers here probably aren't going to reflect how good this guy actually was in his prime
2: and like Uh, how much he meant to that, like organization, you know, like that you can't really assign a number to something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, we've talked about it before, like playing goalie for the Canadians, it's like quarterback for the Cowboys or shortstop for the Yankees. So much pressure. It's a big deal. A couple other interesting facts just to kind of
0: put things in perspective. Um, when you look at goals against average for goaltenders who had a minimum of at least 250 career starts, he ranks 42nd all time. Uh, he's right there with, here's a name from the past David Abisher. Wow. Right there.
2: I, I'm a huge Abisher guy. I awesome. love David Abisher.
0: Abashir, Roberto Lelongo, and Tim Thomas all finish right there with Carey Price in terms of goals against average over the course of their career. That's
2: interesting because two of those guys, well, including Carey Price, two of those guys, in my opinion, are Hall of Famers, and the other two are not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
0: No-brainer. I would agree with that. I'm just trying to see if there's any other like weird, quirky facts as to who he relates to. Oh, uh, in ter- so, same thing applies. 250 minimum games played. He ranks 17th all time in terms of save percentage um, with a minimum of 250 starts. He's right behind Pekka Rene. And this one's kind of wild. He is right in front of Robin Laner and Connor Hellebook. Wow. Interesting. So now. Yeah, I think he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, it sucks he never got a cup, right? You think a guy, he reminds me so much of Lundquist, so much of Lundquist in terms yeah. of like, they were the two best goalies in the world for what 10 years from like pretty much 0- 08 to 2018 and yeah they just never ended up getting one and they yeah. always both those goalies had like decent teams but if you really think about it like neither of those teams ever had like a perennial offensive weapon
1: right but both of those yeah. guys did have a ton of international success uh um, oh, yeah. Lundqvist has olympic gold i think from 06
0: yep yep indeed he does but uh if that is it for Carey i mean hats off man that's a hell what, of a what a career what a career um all right uh we're skipping the gambling segment for this episode sorry brendan um saw him saw him at the uh at the gym this morning was chilling in the sauna he just walks in. he's like what's up dude and I was like, nice what? yeah he's like uh you know uh startup life i gotta be here in the morning instead of the afternoon i said yes nice. um so shout out to uh to sharp rank and brendan for always being the homie uh, let's move on to some injuries. Austin Matthews, who will he will be out at least three weeks as he recovers from a knee sprain he suffered against New York. Uh, that's not good news for the Leafs. So, I mean, he gets a weak buffer here with the All-Star break, so that's nice.
1: I was going to say, it, it like, if you're going to have this happen, excellent timing. How many of these injuries
0: do you hear about near the All-Star break that you buy?
1: I think, like, that one I buy because he's out for three weeks. Fair. Um, if it's like the guys that are missing like two games before, or a couple games after, you're probably like, okay, that might be load management, but you never know. It's the NHL. You know, you could yeah. be deathly injured or not, and they'll never tell you.
0: It's pretty accurate. Uh the Vancouver Canucks, they extended first year forward Andre Kuzmenko on a two-year, eleven million dollar deal. Uh, let's get to some trade rumors. The New Jersey Devils are expected to be the front runners to land Timo Meyer. Uh, I mean, I know the Rangers are always going to be in the mix. The Leafs have been thrown in there. Uh, from what I've read, in terms of like tweets from reporters and just notable accounts, it's pretty much all but
1: done that team of Meyer is going to be a devil. I think so. I mean, we kind of went through this last year with him and Hurdle. We've gone through that the two years prior. It just seems for whatever reason, those guys don't necessarily want to leave San Jose Mm -hmm. for the offers they've gotten in the past. I I
2: wonder why (laughs) California, the ocean. Yeah.
1: Versus Newark, New Jersey. Um, oh, I can't think of a single reason why you wouldn't <laughs> want to make that change. Worst I do, train
2: station in America.
1: I do think <laughs> that he will go this year, though. I think he's going to go somewhere. I, I know that the Leafs are literally looking at this as a rental. I know there's been a ton of tweets saying that they would trade for him and then try and flip him in the summer. But, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. In a weird way, like,
2: I know this is crazy because – I don't want the Metro to get any better, obviously, but I don't really want him to go to the Leafs. If it's only between those teams, I'd rather it be the Devils. I just think that would be cooler. Like, in well, terms I think he of, would stay a Devil. Yeah, which also I don't want that. But like, I, I'm thinking like from a team perspective. Like, if I'm right. a Devils fan, I want that really badly. Like, I mean, I'm a big Teemo guy. I would definitely want that guy in my team. Absolutely, dude's a stud. I would, I would want that guy in my Teemo. <laughs> 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 i god can't believe damn. i just heard
0: that yeah god damn it that i can't believe you good. both
2: actually laughed at that come yeah. on that was, you, no, can't that be, was... you can't be egging me on with that <laughs> bullshit
0: yeah it's good uh i think worth noting if timo does end up going to the devils they will have two players that are top five in the league in shots on goal
1: sogs uh check sogar Sog Army, Jack Hughes, and Timo Meyer both top five. They also have three players from Switzerland in Jonas Siegenthaler, bless you, uh, Timo Meyer, and Nico Heischer. And I know Dougie
0: Hamilton's somewhere up there in Sog Army of the world. I don't know exactly where he ranks. I don't feel like looking it up. I'm tired. In shots allowed through him? No. Well, yes, but the dude shoots a fucking ton. I mean, especially for a D-man. It's wild. Yeah, he does. Uh, Dylan Larkin, he's looking for an eight-year deal at $9 million per from the Red Wings. I know we said this last week where we had a little debate about what he's worth. Nick, maybe you're on board with this. I am not
1: on board with this, but I do know someone would pay him that. I don't think he's going to get this from the Wings. No. I know last week I was saying I think he's probably worth this money. I think he can find it somewhere else. I just don't think he's going to get it from the Wings. I, I don't want him to leave that team, though.
2: Catch the wings, calling Jacob Rana after Dylan Larkin leaves, and being like, "Hey, how so you doing? <laughs> we never meant we, we,
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, we never meant anything bad. We love you.
0: Yeah, really. I don't think. I mean, I know someone would give him nine, but if you're a competitive
1: team and you're paying a Dylan Larkin nine, I just, I don't see it. Personally. Eight by nine is tough. That's I lot. mean, that is a lot of money for a long time.
2: It's like rarely a contract that you're coming out on the good side of at the end of that. Like, no, it's it's, rarely.
1: Yeah. Front half for the team, back half for the player. But I mean, are you banking on getting one cup in those nine years?
0: I don't know. I I mean, the other thing with Stevie, Y, you got to think to yourself, like, you know, Stamkos never ever took that much. I mean, he could have made a lot more money, I guess is what I'm saying. Even Hedman could have made a ton more money than he did. Um, You know, he's coming from the Tampa world where he built a dynasty and he did it because the guys didn't, you know, take him to the absolute clink with, with you know, theft in terms of contracts. So,
1: yeah, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happened. I wonder if we're going to see like an eight by eight at some point at the end of this. Seems a little more fair, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, the Flames, they're
0: looking to add some, a scoring forward before the deadline. I mean, personally, all these Timo Meyer rumors. I mean, I guess you could throw him at any team, but I think he would fit in with Calgary.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, how would you like Anthony Mantha? <laughs> yeah. So what's going on with that? Here, look. Here's the thing. If there's anyone, <laughs> if there's anyone from Caps Twitter that is <laughs> listening right now, they're going to absolutely roast me for this one. Uh, but I would
1: rather us trade Mantha than Eller. At the moment, oh, I'm a hundred percent on board with that because you're getting so much more in return. It's something you can actually use in return. Potentially, potentially, but it's more of just like trade centers.
2: That, but my my fuel for this one is something that I just don't think caps most of caps Twitter understands. I get the vibe that like a lot of these caps Twitter folks, God bless them all. It's a younger crowd. It's like a lot of like no disrespect to them, but it's a lot of a lot of them are are really like tunnel vision like we have to have the best players on our team and that's what matters the most whereas it's like to me there's so many other layers here and like lars eller as brutal as he can be sometimes yes i've seen all the plays that everyone's upset about where it's like oh my god he looks crazy out here it's like yeah sometimes he does i get it i <laughs> i understand but and, oh and then they're they're like oh my god why why is he scratching mantha like la Violette is insane, like, blah, 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 blah. First of all, Mantha has been pretty brutal himself uh, all season long, painfully inconsistent.
1: Narcoleptic.
2: Um, Yeah, yes. Sleepy as fuck out there. Yeah. And B, this is my main point here that no one else seems to really be grasping. Locker room.
1: Yeah. I don't, I
2: get the vibe, and this is all speculation, by the way, so I could be wrong, but I get the vibe that trading Anthony Mantha would not bother that many people in the locker room. Like I, I don't, you know, when I see these, not these like videos, trading would. that would, that would hurt for a lot of the, of, of who's on the cup big, team, right? Yeah. Scored oh, the yeah. winning
1: goal. There you go. That I mean, would that's...
2: hurt for a lot of the biggest pieces on our team. And that's not nothing. Like, it's like that, that can really like, put a damper in things. If you trade a guy that like everybody loves, like that could be just as bad for your chances of winning a cup as like not doing the trade in the first place. Cause he's not good or what it like, just it's something to think about. And
1: that that's my stance on it. No, I think that's a great point. I, I also think, you know, you're looking at a player who was brought in in that Jacob Vrana trade to score goals and has not done that. Has not scored so. I'm
2: okay with the Anthony Mantha exper- or experiment being over. We
1: we still won that trade. We got absolutely the better end of the deal in that trade, as you and I both said when that trade went down. And Caps I mean, Twitter just from a games in played, flames, yeah, just from a games played
2: perspective. Like, Brana has played what, like, thirty games for the Red
1: Wings or right. something like that. Not many. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, it's- Mantha could get top six minutes in Vancouver.
2: And I think he could succeed somewhere. He's a good player. He should be sure. a good player. He's got he's got all the makings of a good hockey player. He just isn't for us. Yeah. What if he went back
1: to Detroit? Detroit. <laughs> just think of that. All right, Mantha for Larkin, one for one. Uh, <laughs> yo, before I
0: parlay this conversation into a State of the Union, Mac, I have to ask this question. I've been holding my tongue the last two minutes. You've been talking. Uh, so you're referencing a younger crowd um would you categorize yourself as said younger crowd since you're the youngest person on this podcast or what, I mean, what is younger crowd
2: i think there's just a lot of teenagers on caps twitter okay. is, what I'm, is what i'm trying to say i also <laughs> i'm not trying to be disrespectful to any of them because they're all good um, people and and i've <laughs> you know i've come to have a rapport with some of them but i it's it's just one of those. But you things... have to let them
1: know when they're being stupid.
2: Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like I don't want to play the fucking old man card when I'm literally 24 years old. But like, <laughs> I've seen more caps games than you. Like, <laughs> I, I've just I've factually seen more caps games. I than think you that, and
1: I, I think the, um, I think the like uh, the way I sort of look at it is, I was like, I've been through so much more heartbreak than you could and it's not like a ball stacking contest where it's like oh i've suffered more so that means i'm more correct it's like and i'm not trying to get on my fucking
2: soapbox and preach either i don't want to be that guy I just like sometimes i just feel like i'm screaming into the void when i'm trying to like explain they're all like i can't understand why like we won't scratch Eller or why we scratch Mantha or like, and I'm like, I'm trying to calmly explain this to you. <laughs> and they either just like, don't even reply or like I get like roasted and I'm like, okay, well they just don't firmly grasp it. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> firmly, firmly grasp it. it.
0: <laughs> and anyway. we will now parlay that into capitals state of the union. I'll let you
2: gentlemen take it away. Uh, So to be fair, Anthony Mantha is not the only narcoleptic hockey no. player on the Washington <laughs> Capitals right now. I know it's about to be the all-star break, but holy shit, like that Leafs game, they really all were like, I don't know. It'd be kind of fine if we missed the playoffs. I, I don't want- really I- feel like it. We haven't had a long off season in a while. Like that was the vibe I was getting from watching that game.
1: Like they just, I was like, do you guys even want to be good? Doesn't really look like it. It's an A-plus caps, like, Sunday weekend, yes. mid-afternoon, early evening. We're, we're like one of two game. NHL games, so you know everybody who cares about hockey is
2: watching because they're like, well, there's nothing else on besides football. Um,
1: yeah, bad. And that wasn't even that good to watch.
2: No, that first one was terrible. Um, also, one good thing that came from that game, Nicholas Backstrom, Elite Sniper. Yes. That was a rip. Um, so I was happy to see him get on the board. That was his first first goal since being back, right? Correct. Yeah. So it's good to see him get that one out of the way. Hopefully, maybe he can pot one tonight against the uh the Blue Jackets. Um, what's the score of that game? Two one Capitals after yep. one as we are speaking at the moment. I like betting the over on that. Uh, yeah, a lot of people had that over tonight. It's definitely um, looking
1: good. I, I will chalk that Caps loss up to the fact that 99 was in the building for the Leafs and just doing Ontario, yeah. you know, which by the stuff, way, his so. uh,
2: his comments on uh, the Capitals broadcast with Joby and Locker were uh, very sweet. Honestly, They were. He's, he said a lot of very kind words about Ovechkin and uh, yeah, he's a class act. Gretzky is. So is. Which is no surprise <clears throat> to anyone, but what else? What else do we have to talk about the caps here? A
1: couple more notes. Um, Beat the Pens. We were at that. I was going to say uh, there's a game I went to recently <laughs> that actually went pretty well. Um, Harry a and I game. were Harry and I were very fortunate um, to get tickets from your dad for that. So we just want to say a huge shout out and thank you to Mike Vogel once again. And we definitely huge. have a, a gift coming his way. Thank you very much. Nice, uh, nice. Mike, that was awesome. Uh, um, also,
0: shout out to Mike Cosgrove. Yeah, we met a fan at the game. Oh yeah, his name was Mike Cosgrove from Reisterstown, Maryland, where I grew up. So uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I know I got his friend's name, but I didn't get his friend's contact info, so I am now forgetting said name. We may have also indulged in some pregame margaritas that would. Restrict me from having my fullest potential memory of the game. My my brain was full
1: of margaritas and didn't have any more room for names. It's the salt air that does it. Yeah. They're so good. They were so good. I got a quesadilla there too,
0: and it was absolutely fine.
2: That sounds good. Okay. One last thing I want to say uh, about the caps. Ovi's actually playing the All Star game this year. (laughs) He is. (laughs) So that should be somewhat fun. Um, I think he was going to actually do it last year and he got like COVID right beforehand too, or something. So, Um, but anyway, that should be fun. I'm hoping. I mean, mean, this is my friend. uh, My friend just asked me the other day, he's like, how are the caps doing? I kind of. I gave him the old, like, we're at the all-star break. So, you know, we're going to learn a lot about what this team is about in the next, like, three weeks. I feel like they always say, like, first couple weeks back right after the break are, like, really when it's go time. And, like, what is this team made of? So I I will be very interested to see how this this goes. (laughs) I think our first game after the break is against the
1: Bruins. It is a Saturday 3 p.m. game on the road in Boston.
2: But there the is no house, chance you win that bet, game. The house on the Bruins, like,
1: like yeah. triple puck line. Like, yep. Bruins by no like, like three goals. Like, Bruins minus six and a half. Like, yes. Just, just do <laughs> yeah. it now. Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: There um, should literally be like, like World Juniors lines on that. <laughs> like, Canada versus Latvia type yeah. shit.
0: Also, I'm a complete idiot. Uh, his name's not Mike Cosgrove. That's a guy I used to play hockey with. His name's Ryan Cosgrove. So, Ryan, if you're wow. listening, okay. I apologize. I'm bad with four-letter first names when I have- uh, That's close. Beforehand. It was close yeah. enough. <laughs> um, yeah, Bruins day games, that's Matt Merley's number one rule. Always hammer that. So, uh, no
1: offense, boys. I'll be against you guys. on Oh, that. no. we're I'm saying it now.
0: Humongous yeah. L. It's yeah, like it might I be an even a L7, too. It's like when I called the uh, the Devils beating the Pens. Granted, it took a little bit extra work, and it oh, wasn't as easy I definitely, as I
2: thought. I definitely didn't almost lose like $4,000 on that, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you won $4,000 on there. You go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on to the Pens, I don't have a lot. I'll
0: make this quick. This team is horrible. Um, They're just a bad <laughs> hockey team. Like, we have no goaltending. Our starting goaltender is like literally packaged in a box that just says fragile and giant letters on the front. Uh, for yeah, Gile. must be
1: Italian for GLA, for those who uh, know what I'm talking about or referencing. And then if you, you don't, know, you're too young, go watch, watch the damn movie. Exactly.
0: Casey Desmith. Smith. I don't know what the fuck is going on. He's bad. Uh Tukarski's not going to get a start. So here's, here's my proposal. The Canucks are sellers. There's a name on the block. There is a name on the block. And I think it's time that the Hall of Fame goaltender that is our general manager should get his head out of his ass and recognize that we don't have a backup goalie, and we need a backup goalie, and Vancouver has a backup goalie, and their general manager used to be our general manager. So maybe <laughs> that we should do something it. to just make –
1: thatcher demko a pittsburgh penguin oh we're not talking about spencer martin yeah i thought (laughs) i thought before you started
2: talking about goalies i thought you wanted like brock besser or something (laughs) i want demko we need demko Uh, because you know jar is
1: gonna get hurt again
2: you i'm sorry you think demko is the answer to the penguins problems
1: if you're no. looking for health, I don't think he's the best goaltender yeah, to he's gonna get there not. and but do what like doing. he's gonna play two games, miss the next you know, 10.
2: Fuck you guys. I don't know why I bring this up. <laughs> I don't five. know why I bring this up. I don't listen, I,
0: I saw the rumor float out there, right? Elliot Friedman, 32 thoughts. You know, he's listed names, Buffalo's in the market, Pittsburgh should be in the market. I would be down to get Thatcher. I'm just saying. Um
1: I have we're... a really like bad feeling in my brain of a very long tenured and championship winning goaltender from the west coast that i could just see the penguins finding some way to weasel away from his club two stanley cups two stanley don't say jonathan quick i just have this weird vision in my head of like what? Yep. You think the Pens would get quick? I think if anyone could pull quick away from his, like,
2: the Kings are going to
1: make the playoffs. They're aren't not going they? Yeah, they're like
2: kind of good, aren't they? Although, I don't think. And they only have Cal Peterson otherwise. They're not. I Unless it, they like blow up, like, unless they literally they lose. They
0: would have so to fall.
1: I will say that. that like, they would have to fall off a little bit. That's for that an to interesting
0: happen. take. I don't hate it, but I don't know how much I buy it. But I'm on Never board known. with it um i thought you were gonna say like grubauer or something i was like
1: "Mm." no and i honestly i thought about them for that like that fit earlier i feel like gruby's kind of like dipped off a little bit like i feel like maybe like the the number one status probably isn't there anymore well martin jones has been a fiend i don't want martin (laughs) i don't want him i've had
0: it i've been down that road once or twice i don't i don't need that i i have ripped martin jones
1: Far too much on this show he wasn't the Sharks goalie when you guys beat them in the cup final right he was he was mm-hmm that wasn't emmy nope
0: oh wow I'm Martin Jones uh last note since we're doing backup goalie drama because that's always fun this is all you need to know about the Pittsburgh Penguins their third line is Brock McGinn Jeff Carter and Teddy Bluger that third line has combined for zero points in the last 11 games. 11 games our third line doesn't have a point that's all i have to say like you can't win like that that's just not gonna happen um they just dropped uh brutal game 6-4 to the sharks they losing the shootout 3-2 to the caps uh you know they ended up somehow beating the panthers 7-6 prior to that the upcoming schedule is pretty interesting after the all-star break Quick little cup of coffee with Nate Dogg, uh coming to pit, and then you do your California trip. They got the Ducks, they got the Kings, and they got the Sharks. So we'll see how it all unfolds, but this team is abysmal at the moment, and there there needs to be a change that happens, or something's got to change. I don't know. I don't want Sully gone. I'll put that out there. I do want Ron Hextall going. I will also put that out there.
1: Yeah. I, uh, he stinks. If, I, if I was a penguins fan, I would, I would probably be saying the same thing. How do you hire a
0: flyers hall of famer to be the, like, that's an inside job. Like,
1: are no, we, not- we, we know what the coaching inside job was. Cause Mac and I had to live through it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not that was still like, away. I like, come on DC. Like we've got the FBI and you can still get away with a sting operation like that. Like really.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it's not a good time to be a Pence fan. kind of sucks, but that
1: about wraps it up for for my rants. You guys got anything else that's grinding your gears before we uh, wrap up therapy? I want to talk about Jack Eichel for a second um, because this guy has two points in his last 10 games. He is on the absolute hot
0: seat amongst the Vegas-born fan base. Yeah. Their most expensive
1: player is not playing very expensive. I mean, they've just had it so hard for so long, you know. (laughs) they've suffered enough exactly let them free exactly i don't know i mean that's not why that guy was brought there so that's a big concern if you're a knights fan they've uh they've fallen off here a little bit big time so logan thompson mac your boy he's not putting up
2: those uh
0: insane numbers
2: i know he, he had a real hot start at the beginning of the season and he is definitely kind of peered out honestly aiden hale has been like playing better better than him in the last like 10 or so games maybe more so yeah i don't know what's going on there
0: well uh we hope everybody enjoys the all-star break uh we will be
2: back next week um oh mac you got a note i got one more note before we go i just want to say a big uh hats off and a big congratulations to a former guest of the podcast samantha pell Yep. Uh announced that she is covering her last game as Capitals beat writer for the post uh tonight while we're recording this uh, in Columbus. So just wanted to say congrats uh to her for whatever's next. We wish her the best of luck. She has done a excellent job uh covering the Capitals. I can't tell you how many times I go on Twitter trying to figure out if I'm betting the Caps or if I'm betting something involving them. Always go to her page to check the lines, check the latest, see what's going on with them, see who's out, see who's in. Um, yeah, I've just really enjoyed her coverage, and she was great on our show too. So hats off to her, and we wish you the best of luck in whatever's next.
1: Absolutely, one of the best in
0: the biz for sure. Absolutely,
1: 100%. Um, Frank Saravelli
0: gave her a shout out. That's that's a big name. I mean, you get that guy giving you some praise. That's a uh, that's pretty cool. So definitely shout out to uh, Samantha.
2: Also happy for her. She mentioned in her in her little sign-off that she's excited to be able to go to some hockey games and not have a deadline yeah. involved, so that'll be cool for her.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Uh, also, last note before we go, shout out to uh, our boy, The Daily Over, for the merch. Uh, Cole, we appreciate it. Yours is coming shortly from us. Uh, boys, I'll be sending you your gear here shortly. I got this big box that says Frigile right behind me, so Hell yeah. um, that will be shipping anytime now, but uh, definitely go follow The Daily over on Twitter uh, for your daily dose of NHL over picks. He's a great follow, fellow friend of the program. Always enjoy having him on. All right, everybody, that just about wraps up episode 155. Enjoy the all-star break. We'll be back with you next week and maybe even give you a little bit of Super Bowl picks before the big game the following week. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. And without further ado, class dismissed.